Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Not About Chris podcast slash blurb slash mashup of things that I want to discuss. Today we're recording episode 70 and we're going to be talking about the city I was spending my time in on my last week in Peru, which is called Arequipa. Now, Arequipa, in my opinion, is a very underrated city, not so touristic like Cusco. You know, when you think Peru, you always think Cusco and that's where the people flock to because it has, you know, the... Uh, one of the wonders of the world and it has a bunch of shit to see Instagram places Instagram friendly places I, I guess I could I should say but Arequipa is a little bit like on the down low you know it's a little secret it's a little gem of Peru I spent one week there after I was in Cusco and I had the best time of my life more or less you know obviously uh, but I just want to say I had a, an amazing time uh, now, Arequipa sits at about 2,500 meters above sea level, which is 1,000 meters less than where Cusco is sitting, which means that the climate is already that much easier to handle, okay? The nights are not that cold. They're fresh, but they're not cold. And the days are warm, but not too warm. So it's kind of like perfect. Perfect climate, I would say. I haven't seen any rain in Arequipa in my one week there. I know it could rain, but I was lucky enough. Uh, it looks like the weather is perfect, okay? That's that's how you start Arequipa discussion. Now, Arequipa also is almost like the capital of food of Peru. Now, that's what they, they told me. I'm not sure if that's fact, but I already said, I already mentioned that Peruvian food is amazing, but Arequipa and Arequipanian people take it to the next level. They take all the food that exists in Peru and they put a twist on it and they make it better, you know, or they make it their own and they're very proud of that. Now, one city that reminded me of Arequipa a lot was Oaxaca, Oaxaca in Mexico City. Now, if you want to, or if you have already listened to my Oaxacan um, episode, I already said that it was the food capital of Mexico, or at least that's what it says it is. And you might also remember that I wasn't a big fan of Oaxaca because of the people who were a bit too, like, I guess, traditional, a bit closed, closed up and, and very proud, okay? Now, none of these are bad things, but to me, they were a little bit hard to digest for a foreigner, for an extranjero, for a tourist. They're a bit tough to handle. Now, Arequipa takes all of Oaxaca's advantages and removes, removes the disadvantages, you know? Arequipanian are very proud as well. And there's a running gag that says, you know, you can be Peruvian and have your Peruvian passport, but you can be also from Arequipa and have your Arequipanian passport. You know, it, it's like a running gag with the people there or the people that go there. They're very proud people, but they're not very closed up. You know, they're, they're Peruvian already, so they're open, already open to tourism, open to seeing foreigners. And uh, I don't know, the vibe is just good. The people are really nice. And just the, the ambiance in the city is great. You have a lot of young people. You have a good nightlife. Um, cobblestone streets, nice cathedrals. Uh, a very manageable, you know, it's it's a big city. Don't get me wrong. It's a huge city, but like the central is walkable. You know, it's walkable and the taxis are not too expensive. So you can go around and you'll be fine. There's also a public transport system, uh, but I heard it's not like incredible. But there is one if you are up for it. Um, so that's that. What else can I say? Going back to the food. Um, 
like I said, they have a twist on pretty much everything that already exists in Peru that is pretty popular, but they also have like Arikopanian specialties. Uh, some of them I tried. I already forgot a bunch of names, but one thing that I really loved was something called queso helado, which is basically ice cream, cheese ice cream. It's sweet and delicious, and I'm pretty sure it's from there, specifically from that city. What else? So, yeah, good nightlife, nice people, good food, just like beautiful cafes all around, like perfect place for a digital nomad like me. Um, just you can go spend the day in a cafe, not feel bad, buy a few things, and the vibe is just good. And then go out at night, have a great time. People are nice, like I said. And I think the most important thing about Arequipa, the highlight for me, is that around the city you have a mount mountains that just like supervises the city. Okay, and you have the main one called Misty. This is the main volcano that kind of like towers right next to the to the city. And it's magnificent. Every day you wake up, you look outside and you see that mountain just staring down at you and it tumbles you. And that's an important feeling, in my opinion, to have wherever you grow up, wherever you spend your time. You need something to really bring you back and remind you that you're a little piece of shit and you don't you're not worth nothing. Okay, and that mountain does this job very well. And Lo and behold, it's not the only one. There's another set of volcanoes right next to it. I forget the name, but another big chain of mountains there. So you have those two magnificent mountains just staring down at you. And on the other side, you also have another uh, smaller set of mountains. So basically, you kind of have like just things that remind you you're, you're small and, and, and worthless pretty much all day, every day around you. And... I think that's so grounding and it's so beautiful and that's what I loved about uh, Arequipa the most. It's the it's that volcano, the misty, just looking at you every day and it's always there. And I spoke to a bunch of um, uh, Arequipanian and one in particular that I'm going to talk about in a bit. Uh, actually, I'm going to talk about a few people that I met, only two I think, but uh, worth talking about. But one of them told me, you know, it, it this mountain has become part of Arequipanian identity. You know, if you're born from here and you grow up here, when you go travel, you miss this mountain. It's just like, where is this misty volcano that just, that just remind me that I'm home, you know? And you get attached to this piece of environment, this, this landscape, which is something beautiful, I thought. And I really, uh, I really related, I guess. Um, not that, not, not like, uh, particularly related, but like related on a spiritual level because back home in Montreal, we are living on flatland. So the only thing that you can relate to on landscape wise is probably a building or a skyscraper and that's it. So it's quite different when you have like a, a snow topped mountain that you can relate to something natural, something that breathes and lives. So I digress. I just wanted to spend a, a bit of time talking about that. Now I'm going to talk about uh, a few places I've been before talking about the people, specific people. There's a place called the Monasterio Santa Catalina. It's a monastery inside of the city, of, of the center of the city. I really love that place. It's, a, it's basically a monastery that you can tour with a guide. They explain to you what it's all about, who was living here. And it's just beautiful, you know. It has red walls, blue walls, very colorful beautiful architecture 
And basically what this monastery is, it's a special monastery because the only people who were able to go there was nuns. It was an all-female, it's a nun monastery. And the only nuns that were able to go there are rich nuns, people coming from rich families. And back in the days, um, families would like arrange marriages between couples. And if the girls didn't like who they were matched with, they would escape and they would go to this, this uh, monastery and they'd become nuns for the rest of their life to avoid that other option. And... They would. The only way you could be part of this monastery is that you had to pay to be part of it, right? And you had to be rich because it was not cheap. So rich families backed their daughters up, uh, sending them there. And, and you see how they basically lived. For a monastery, they were very like comfortable. You know, they had jewelry. They brought basically some of their riches in the monastery. And they would have kitchens and they would have maids and servants. So they would live the bougie life. And we, I call it the Fresa Monastery. You know, it was meant for rich rich nuns which is which was kind of a funny contrast to see i really enjoyed that place i highly recommend visiting and the guide that i hired uh just explained to me everything so well and i really enjoyed that um what else did i do uh i mean there's a bunch of things there's the cathedral of arequipa worth seeing and touring it's beautiful it's huge uh just all the cobblestone street the market san camilo where all the food is good and cheap and just like there's a bunch of stuff like arches in the neighboring uh, town. Just like a bunch of things to do. You don't really get bored anytime soon. And and that's about it. Now, going to talk about uh, the few people that I met. One of them I'll start with is I'm going to talk about really quickly because it was kind of, kind of a random encounter. I was as I said, walking in Santa Catalina Monastery. And this girl I saw, she asked me to help her take a photo of her, so I did. And then I gave her back her phone, I left her alone. And then like two, three minutes later, I bumped into her again and I, and I thought, you know what? She looks alone, I'm alone. Let me ask her if she wants to keep walking around the monastery and we can help each other take fake pictures because, you know, it's hard to take pictures when you're on. So she agreed. Um, and we just kept walking and walking and take pictures and we, we exchanged, you know, she was nice. Her name is Delmar. We vibed, it was a good times. And then when we were done taking pictures and we left the monastery, we went to this um, restaurant just to have a bite because we were hungry. It was a rooftop on the on the main plaza with a beautiful view of the sunset. So we had a we had very traditional Arequipanian cuisine. It's like a stuffed uh, pepper with meat and rice and and like uh, and potatoes on the side with a nice uh, Peruvian drink, you know, so uh, just to keep us warm. And yeah, it was just a good time. So that was a quick encounter. Nothing else to say. She was really nice. And the next person I want to talk about is Lucero. Now, Lucero is more significant of an account, an encounter because I actually met Lucero in Lima, in the capital, on my first week in Peru. I bumped into her and met her uh, on at my hostel at the bar upstairs. Uh, we chatted. She was the first person I ever talked to, really, with her cousin. She was with her cousin. And uh, she was really nice. We quickly exchanged Instagrams and she kind of followed me through my Peruvian stint in Cusco. And then I was in Arequipa. I messaged her um, and we, we got together. And basically her family owns a little uh, hotel in the center. So it was easily, easy to bump into her and to find her really. So, so yeah, she, she was so nice. Uh, Lucero, she just hooked me up so much. She gave me all the suggestions, all the recommendations. She basically told me where to go, when to go, 
she also has an uncle that has a little like restaurant in the market and she told me you need to go there and try this particular food so that's exactly what i did and so on and so forth uh, we had a few beers like artisanal local beers that was fun to share and yeah all in all great person and i'm very glad i met her uh, in limas and then very glad i was able to share a few moments with her in arikpa and that's about it that's all the shout outs i wanted to do that's all i wanted to talk about the city highly recommended probably my favorite city in peru so far i have yet to explore all of it of course there's so much to see this country has a lot to offer but uh, i think that's it for now we'll see if i get back to this country anytime soon in the future i'd love to that's all i know so i hope everybody's doing good and i'll catch you on the next one as usual take it easy peace